Before you get into this episode, I want to invite you to join me on May 1st for a free live workshop. It's called Feedback Fixer Upper, How to Reshape Poor Performance with Your Words. You can sign up at awesomeleader.com slash monthly dash workshop or go to awesomeleader.com and look for workshops. Again, this is May 1st. It's 9 in the morning Pacific, 12 Eastern. It's free. Join me and I will now let you get to this episode of The Leadership Shot. Wouldn't it be nice if you had some examples of low EQ, of low emotional intelligence, things you could look for in yourself and others that would tell you, mm, you know what, that's not good, that's not effective, that's not how I want to operate or have somebody on my team operating. Well, I've got you covered because in this episode of The Leadership Shot, I'm going to share with you 10 examples of 10 signs of low emotional intelligence. You may see yourself in some of these. That's okay. The difference is when you decide to do something differently. Let's get to it. I'm Lila Willingtown. I'm an executive coach and the creator of Awesome Leader. I've coached founders, VPs, and C-suite executives worldwide for over 25 years. I make it easier for leaders to make decisions, guide their teams, have difficult conversations, and have fun in their roles. Yes, it's possible. I love what I do and I love my clients. My number one passion is making it easier to lead and manage teams, no matter what your title is. And in my online coaching and training programs, I create leadership ease through 15-minute lessons and weekly group coaching. In this podcast, you can experience some of that micro-learning. This podcast is a weekly shot of tangible leadership advice. All episodes are under 15 minutes. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Hi, everybody who's a leader tuning in. I have some thoughts for you today around emotional intelligence. You know, it's one of my favorite topics. I hope you also know, if you're a frequent listener to the Leadership Shot, that it's something that leaders need to learn about and can always learn more about. So that's why I have for you in this episode, 10 signs of low emotional intelligence. These are examples that, again, I want you to see in yourself, see in others around you. All right, I'll go through them one by one and share some insights, some examples for you to recognize them. Number one, emotional outbursts. Emotional outbursts are sudden changes in the way in which you're behaving. It like comes out of nowhere. So it's almost like a volcano, but there was no earthquake, no smoke, no fire, nothing to see it coming. If sudden outbursts are a regular occurrence in somebody's behavior, it's a sign of low emotional intelligence. This can be as simple as somebody yelling, screaming, belittling someone. It's just a real change, a real up in somebody's emotional output. So think about that. Think about the things that maybe you're having like a volcanic reaction to. Second sign of low emotional intelligence I want you to be aware of, passive aggressive behavior. Being passive aggressive is a way of expressing that you're unhappy or expressing negative feelings. Maybe you're annoyed, you're disappointed, yet you do it indirectly. You're not doing it directly. And this is usually behavior that people try to keep under the radar or they think is under the radar. It's it's a little more difficult to identify. It's also something that people tend to, I feel, (laughs) do more intentionally. For example, this is somebody who might be filled with frustration on the inside, yet they avoid confrontation or honest feelings of how they really are feeling. 
So they might say something like, oh, don't worry about me. It's okay if you go to lunch without me. I'm totally fine. This is somebody who is, again, expressing how they feel, which is negative, and they do it indirectly. And it could be as simple as, even though this isn't really a simple thing, yet maybe they're in charge of washing all the dishes at the sink at work, and they're really angry at one person, and so they're going to choose not to wash their mug. Sounds really petty. My opinion, passive-aggressive behavior. It's pretty petty. I'm sure you have some great examples. I don't know if they're great, but they're realistic examples of how you have seen passive-aggressive behavior in your work, in your life. Third sign of low emotional intelligence I want you to be aware of. Allowing small things to cause big reactions. This could be you or someone else reacting in a big way to something that in the scheme of things, in the big picture, is a small change or a small addition or a few minutes late in a meeting. This is how somebody gets stressed very easily and blows things out of proportion. One easy way for you to tackle this is to be aware of the things that are small to others but actually have big impact to you. If you don't like being late to a meeting and that really stresses you out, then you probably plan, hopefully, to be on time to meetings. So recognize some small things that sometimes cause big reactions in you. I think most of the time what happens is we have a series of small things that upset us. Someone's late. I don't know. They ran out of your favorite thing at lunch. And then there's traffic. And then you your credit card didn't work. And you forgot to get the new one. And then these small things add up. And then it leads to a big reaction to another new small thing. and it's blown out of proportion. So think about that. Are small things causing big reactions in you? Fourth example of low emotional intelligence, failing to ask how others feel. This is most evident, or I want you to be most aware of this. When you see somebody showing an emotion in their face, you can see that they are sad. You can see tears. You can see that they're upset, yet you don't acknowledge it. It doesn't mean you have to spend time crying with them or get the Kleenex box and it's a it's a cry fest. Nothing like this. And by the way, I, I'm not trying to belittle or um, make fun of those who shed tears because I'm definitely, um, and I'm not going to say guilty, that's something that I do um, often when I'm frustrated. But this is somebody realizing that somebody is showing an emotion in their face, their body, their nonverbals, and I am not actually recognizing it. I'm choosing to ignore it. I'm choosing to not ask how they feel acknowledge the situation that they're in. It doesn't mean you have to always sit down and figure out what's going on and learn all the details, but failing to ask how others feel when it's visible in their faces, their bodies, nonverbals, that's a sign of low emotional intelligence. Fifth example, an inability to read social cues from others. This is, quite frankly, just not taking the time or energy to read or pay attention to signals, to look at people. What are they saying? What are they doing? What verbals, what things are they saying? They're verbally expressing some things. What nonverbals are they using? This is more of an intention to ignore or choose not to learn about the common signals of others. And it may sound a little funny to you when you hear this to say, wow, are there people actually there who choose not to learn about the common signals of others? I'll say, yes, there are. But most of the time, it's because they just don't put it on their radar. They don't stop for a moment, look around, listen, and read how people are behaving, how they're operating. Sixth sign of low emotional intelligence, self-centeredness. 
Okay. Pretty self-explanatory, but let's talk about that for a moment. It's all about that person all the time. The lens in which they view things, every task, every meeting, interaction, email, what they're saying, what they're doing, all comes from what does this mean to me? How is this going to impact me? Leaders are not self-centered. At times, they are selfish. They take care of themselves. That's a good thing. That's not really selfish. Yet they have a bigger view of their team and of the organization. So think about if you have this view of always when change happens, when an email comes through, when somebody says something, are you looking at it with the viewpoint of how it's going to impact your team, the organization goals? Or are you always looking at it from the point of view of like, hmm, what does this mean to me? What is this actually going to do for me personally? Number seven, in terms of the signs of low emotional intelligence, a lack of empathy. Someone who is unable to understand and share in the emotions of others. This is similar to what I mentioned earlier, where you fail to like ask how others feel. Empathy is a little different. The inability to see those emotions of others, recognize them and acknowledge and consider how others are feeling. You're being empathetic with them. You're not feeling sorry for them, but you're understanding and feeling some of the emotions that they have. Lack of empathy, developing empathy is not an easy thing. I think it can be as easy as just stopping to think about, wow, what is that person doing? What does their voice sound? What's going on with them? Maybe I need to take a moment here and learn more. Just start with that, the idea of learning more in order to develop empathy. Number eight, in terms of signs of low emotional intelligence, lack of emotion. And having high emotional intelligence isn't about not showing emotion. So this could be a situation where you are avoiding intentionally. You're avoiding showing your feelings most of the time. It's stoic, but it goes beyond stoic. This is somebody who really chooses to see emotions as a sign of weakness, a sign of a distraction. I can't show passion. I can't show enthusiasm. I can't show anger. And I'd prefer to show no emotion whatsoever. And it's as as if, and I'm going to try and rob all emotion from my voice right now so that I'm just talking. I can't do it. I can't rob the emotion from my voice. So think about in this situation, the lack of emotion for this sign of low EQ. Think about the people, places, topics, meetings where you show more emotion and others where you feel uncomfortable showing emotion. That'll be a good way to begin to develop an awareness around, am I showing emotion when it's necessary, when it's helpful? Number nine out of the 10 signs of low EQ I want you to be aware of. A lack of self-awareness. This is someone who doesn't know what their buttons are. They don't know what their triggers are. They have not spent the time to think about the aspects of work and life that set them off, that annoy them, that bother them. So that inability to be aware of what your emotions are, to stop and recognize them, to be aware of them, to name how you're feeling and to know the second part there would be the self-management part, which is to know why you're feeling that way. And then number 10 in our list of low signs of low EQ, number 10, blaming others for your mistakes, okay? Or just blaming others in general. Oh, it's not me, it's them, wasn't my fault. The inability to sit and say, you know what, gosh, yeah, guilty, made a mistake there. And it's not about blaming yourself, 
It's not about raising your hand all the time to say, oh, yeah, it was my mistake. There's no reward for this. It's the realization that it's okay to make mistakes. So I think some of this is a little bit of a fear of mistakes as well. So let me very quickly read out that list for you. These are signs of low EQ I want you to be aware of. Emotional outbursts, passive aggressive behavior, allowing small things to cause big reactions, failing to ask how others feel when you see visibly that they're feeling a certain way, the inability to read social cues from others, self-centeredness, a lack of empathy, a lack of emotion, lack of self-awareness, not developing any self-awareness, and then blaming others for your mistakes. I hope that was useful. Next time, guess what? 10 signs of high emotional intelligence. Let me know what questions you have. And as always, reach out with your thoughts and feedback. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye for now. Before you go, please hit subscribe or click to follow this podcast. This tells me that the content I'm sharing is helping you, your team, and your company. You'll also learn when the next episode drops. And if you'd like weekly emails from me with more tips on how to move your leadership towards awesome, visit awesomeleader.com slash podcast. You'll receive notifications of free webinars and free resources. Also, if you want to learn how to bring the first and only online leadership program with lessons under 15 minutes to your teams, visit awesomeleader.com. You'll learn all about my online coaching and training program, and you can check out a lesson for free. Thanks for listening to The Leadership Shot. 